This video is brought to you by Candid. Hey brother! Ben, do you know who has never really made much sense to me at all? One Argus Filch. They say he's a squib and has no magical abilities at all, and yet he's able to appear anywhere in the castle at any time, especially at night, but also during the day. JK Rowling insists that his cat, Mrs. Norris, is just a totally normal cat, and yet she totally definitely has some sort of weird connection with this guy, like if she sees something, he comes running. How does this work? Is it like telepathic? Like what is his deal? Can he ever leave the castle? And for that matter, how is he able even to see the castle or be at the castle? Like squibs aren't allowed to come to Hogwarts. How did he even get this job to begin with? And when does he sleep? <laughs> well, today I think we finally have an answer that makes all of this make sense. Today we get to the bottom of Filch. As you know, my little small family is growing fast. And with that, I find that each year I become a little bit more like my dad and am so determined to have that perfect family holiday photo. And thanks to Candid Clear Liners, getting a photo ready has never been easier. Their liners are comfortable, removable, and completely invisible. That's right, it's basically an invisibility cloak for your teeth. No one will ever see them. No, that's not how it works. People will see them. They want people to see them. Straight teeth, got it. On top of that, they work faster than traditional braces with most treatments ending after just six months. Which to me personally sounds like a godsend because I was a kid who had braces for three years and then also promptly lost my retainer. So Candid is a great way to finally get back on track. Get your photo ready smile ready for the holidays. Go to candidco.com scb and use code scb to get $75 off. That's candidco.com scb promo code SCB $75 off. All the information is in the description down below. All right, let's talk Filch because his existence at the castle has never made sense to me and it even sometimes even just seems kind of mean. Filch is the cantankerous caretaker of Hogwarts, tasked with cleaning up messes, enforcing the rules, and patrolling the corridors at night with the help of his trusty cat, Mrs. Norris. Where things get sticky though is that despite working at a school where they teach magic, he is a squib and unable to perform magic. Which, like, on the one hand, you could say, hey, Dumbledore's being really progressive and inclusive here by hiring a squib to work at his school. On the other hand, though, Filch doesn't really seem to like his job very much, or kids, or anything that isn't his cat, or shackles. Just kind of weird. It might not be that big a deal, but the fact that he can't do magic is a huge hindrance to doing his job. For example, one day, Harry returns to the castle after Quidditch practice and gets mud all over the entrance hall and Filch just loses it on him saying, oh, now I'm gonna have to clean this up for like a couple hours. Right, Filch impression, am I right? And this interaction has always stuck with me just because of the overall injustice of it. Because why on earth is Filch expected to clean this up? For one, any other member of the staff and probably most of the students could clean this up with like a simple wave of their wand. By their second year, it is a stipulation of Ron's detention while he's cleaning the trophy room that he not use magic, meaning that by then, 
they would already be expected to know how to clean stuff with magic. And on top of that, the castle already employs a small army of house elves whose job it already is to clean stuff up. And, and on top of, on top of that, how much mud could Harry have honestly had on him anyway? I mean, like, Quidditch is played in the air last I checked. Really, no matter how you slice it though, Filch just should not be the one responsible for cleaning this up. Or, for that matter, be the one who has to patrol all the corridors every night. Dumbledore knows he can't do magic, right? How easy would it be for the students to just use magic to get around him. Which is pretty much what Harry tries to do every single time, but he's not very good at it. I mean, you can almost always count on Harry encountering Filch if he decides to take a nighttime stroll. I have a plan. Does it involve going out at night? It involves going out at night. Do you think Filch is probably gonna be a problem? Filch will probably be a problem. You're gonna do it anyway, aren't you? Well, at least wear your cloak if you're gonna, uh, Harry, and he's gone. That's cool. I'm talking myself. I'll wear my cloak! But so if you're keeping track, Filch has to do manual labor all day and then stay up all night to make sure the students aren't out of bed. When do you sleep? His position just doesn't need to exist and it almost feels like Dumbledore is like wrongfully employing him as some sort of weird punishment. His existence is almost as unusual as his arch nemesis, Peeves. We have talked about Peeves before, but it has been a hot minute, so here's a quick refresher on how and why he is allowed to exist in the castle. Peeves is a poltergeist, not a ghost. A ghost is the imprint of a dead wizard left upon the world. A poltergeist, on the other hand, and in Peeves' case, he is a physical manifestation of all of the mischief and wrongdoings of the adolescent wizards inside the castle. On Pottermore, J.K. Rowling writes, it was inevitable that in a building bursting with teenage witches and wizards, a poltergeist would be generated. It was likewise to be expected that such a poltergeist would be noisier, more destructive, and harder to expel than those that occasionally frequent muggle houses. So when it comes down to it, Peeves is basically the exact opposite of Filch, which got me thinking. Is he the exact opposite of Filch? Here's my theory and stick with me, I know it's gonna sound a little crazy, but Filch is also a poltergeist, the literal exact opposite of Peeves. If Peeves is the manifestation of all the rule breaking, then Filch is the manifestation of rule enforcing. And yes, I know how that sounds, but once I started looking at it this way, everything about the character started to make sense. Why doesn't he ever sleep? Because he doesn't have to. How does he know the secret passageways of the castle so intricately? Because he's being generated by the inhabitants of the castle. How does he communicate with Mrs. Norris so effortlessly? They are one in the same, two parts of the same manifestation. Listen to this passage. Filch owned a cat called Mrs. Norris, a scrawny dust-colored creature with bulging lamp like eyes just like Filch's. She patrolled the corridors alone. Break a rule in front of her, put just one toe out of line and she'd whisk off for Filch, who'd appear wheezing two seconds later. Filch knew the secret passageway of the school better than anyone, except perhaps the Weasley twins, and could pop up as suddenly as any of the ghosts. Their eyes, their eyes look the same. They act the same. It even says he could pop up as suddenly as one of the ghosts the ghosts, and it even goes a step further than that. If you go back in Greek mythology, you will find that Argus is actually the many-eyed giant who sees all and, wait for it, never sleeps. Sound familiar? And guess who that Argus's worst enemy is and who eventually kills him? 
Hermes, none other than the divine trickster. Now, I don't think Peeves is out to kill Filch or anything, but I do think he has outlasted several of his predecessors, which in and of itself does need some explaining because yes, throughout the history of Hogwarts, there have been other caretakers besides just Filch. Notably, there was Rancorus Carp, who in 1876 tried to expel Peeves from the castle by luring him into a trap with a bunch of weapons, then dropping an enchanted bell jar on him. Totally didn't work at all. Peeves just ended up with the weapons. Total catastrophe. Castle had to be evacuated. And the other caretaker we know about is Apollyon Pringle, who apparently punished Arthur Weasley at some point and even left marks on him. But here's the weird thing about Rancorus and Apollyon and Argus Filch. They all kind of sound like the exact same person. All three of them seem heck-bent on banishing Peeves from the castle and seem to really enjoy punishing the students. Why is this position continually filled by someone who is so angry and bitter? Is it unreasonable to hire someone who is at least pleasant and capable? But Jay, I hear you asking, if he's a poltergeist, why have different people had the position over the years and why can't he do magic like Peeves can? Well, let's go back to that passage from earlier about Peeves. Such a poltergeist would be noisier, more destructive, and harder to expel than those that occasionally frequent muggle houses. Harder to expel, meaning they can be expelled. Peeves himself is described as the most notorious poltergeist in all of European wizarding history. So Naturally, he never really fades, especially since he has a constant supply of new rule-breaking adolescent wizards. The caretaker, on the other hand, is likely being generated by the teachers or the Percy Weasleys of the world, people who just really care about enforcing the rules. Their numbers are smaller though, and so perhaps over time, the caretakers do get expelled from the school or just sort of fade out until they are inevitably regenerated in some new form. Like, do you think it's any coincidence that one is named rancorous and Filch is always described as cantankerous. One means bad-tempered and one means bitter and resentful. Like, they're cut from the same cloth. And Apollyon, the other caretaker we know about, is the Greek name for Abaddon, the spiritual being of destruction. So yeah, more of the same. As for why he can't do magic or float or go invisible the way that Peeves can, well, other than doing those specific things, Peeves himself can't really do magic either. And I think the reason Filch can't do magic is because of the specific way in which he is manifested that prevents him from doing magic. Magic, in its own way, does break all of the rules. It allows wizards to do things others can't. That's the difference between muggles and wizards. Muggles can't break the rules in the same way that magic can. And therefore, neither can Filch. He is a manifestation of enforcing the rules. So weirdly, he has just drawn the worst straw that he is manifested by magic, but cannot do it. But enforcing the rules doesn't even seem like something Dumbledore himself is that concerned with. Like every year when he's giving the opening speech, he has to remind the students that Filch has reminded him that you shouldn't break the rules. Which if anything, he's kind of goading them on because like, He's the headmaster. If he wants a rule enforced, he doesn't have to say, Filch reminded me. He can just say it himself. He has that authority. That is literally his job. The dark forest is strictly forbidden to all students. But if he doesn't really care if the students break the rules a little, then why even hire Filch to begin with? And the answer is he didn't. He's just sort of part of the castle that Dumbledore has to deal with. 
Ben, my question for you and everyone else is, what do you think? Is it possible that Filch, much like Peeves, is a poltergeist? Let me know in the towel section down below. Guys, thanks so much for watching today's video. Please remember to leave a like on it if you haven't already, and subscribe so you don't miss any future Harry Potter action from us. If you want another interpretation of Mrs. Norris, you can check out this video right here. Or if you want Peeves explained, you can check out this video right here. But Ben, that's all I've got for you today, man. I will see you in another life, brother.